10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. Are you ready for this, everyone? Because it's Wednesday, December 1st. Oh. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay. La, la, la. <laughs> I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices and our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. But this is the 10-minute daily happy. That's right. And this week we're featuring Bookshop. If you guys buy a book from one of our curated lists that you can find at 10kdollarday.com slash books, you can help all of those proceeds go into a sharing pool for local bookstores. So check them out. We are so excited to be connected with them. And tis the season to get some books, you guys. Tis the season to get some books, you guys. <laughs> all right. So, Allie. Yes. Uh, everyone. Omicron, right? Know what it oh, is. Yes, Google that. the stuff. Google the stuff yeah. and know what it is. But we're not going to stick on COVID, COVID for real right now. But I want to okay. tell you, yeah, my friend is stuck in Africa. Wait, why? Wait, how? Because of the COVID restrictions that suddenly just happened. Oh, so no. she was on vacation with her daughter, her mother, and niece. They went to South Africa on vacation. Or they, they went to Zambia and Zimbabwe on vacation. And they did, okay. you know, like the photo safaris and all the thing. They've planned this a long time. It's November of 2021. Of course, they thought everything was fine. They are stuck in McStuck stuck, like on the oh, phone no. with the government trying to get out. She even like had to book a secondary flight to come home through Zurich, all this kind of stuff. But basically, if you don't have a European passport, they won't let you on the planes. Oh my gosh. Or at least like certain countries have closed and certain countries have. So anyway, if you are a listener and your travel plans have gotten incredibly crazy, here's the deal. We can't help you out with money because we have none. But if you're a bay and you're stuck somewhere and you're having to kill time, yeah. Go ahead and email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com. That's one zero K. And we'll look up some cool stuff for you to do because we're good at that. We are good at that. We and can, it won't even be imaginary. It will not be imaginary. It will not cost you $10,000 unless you want to, unless you got money right, to burn. Right, right. We'll, we'll definitely help plan that. But we're really good at that. And if you just want to check out our blog <laughs> at 10kdollarday.com slash blog, we'll even, maybe we've already done it and you can find out what to do there and you want to spend weird $10,000. Then yeah. that's available. Yeah, you okay. can Google it. Also, while you're traveling, Let's talk about roundabouts. <laughs> roundabouts? What do you mean? Oh, the where you drive through? Yeah, because I've noticed that in Orlando, they've put a lot of them in recently, like in the oh, last yes, five years. Yes. And my family has traveled a lot. And when we were growing up, we traveled a lot. So I know the rules of roundabouts. Right. And I've realized a lot of American drivers maybe don't. So, okay. Allison, I'm going to ask you, do you know the rules of a roundabout? Yeah. What's the ge- what's the general rule? Because I feel it's very easy. But yeah. I, if you've never done it, you don't know. So what's the, general the general rule is if you're entering the roundabout for the first time, you yield to the cars that are already inside the roundabout. Yes. Perfect. And then if you're in the roundabout, you keep going until you exit the roundabout. Do not wait for cars. That's what I see happening the most is yeah. that people is in that the right? circle... You're, you are a 100,000 correct. What, what I've noticed is a lot of people think it's almost like a four-way stop 
situation ish yeah. and they're like oh i can't see the other stops so yes drivers entering the everyone in england is like seriously you have to describe roundabouts but we don't have them here very often so no, I, yes we don't. i, I need to tell don't people quite understand them but it's fine it's fine i guess i love them why i'll tell you so they put a few in in some problematic places near my house and i love them first of all it's much faster yeah because it's just it just is I feel it moves traffic more quickly because it it makes more sense. It makes everyone basically like a right turn on red situation. Uh, okay, yeah, I get where you're that. just looking to the left and you slide in. Yeah, right. So yeah. I like that, and I like that if you're making it, if you make a mistake and you miss your turn, you can just keep going. Right. So I enjoy that as well. That's true if you mess up. Yeah, it's just that right now everyone isn't on the same page yet. It's your loophole. It's a drivable loophole. Yeah, Five yeah. minutes remaining. Hundred. up. Hey, there's my way out. Yeah. <laughs> and then exactly. you also don't have to look dumb. Like you don't look like you missed your turn. You're like, no, I meant to do this. <laughs> That's totally what I meant to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. If you are in, speaking of what I meant to do, uh, was I meant to talk about this first. If you're in Central Florida, by the way, over the holiday season, I went to Give Kids the World Village last night. Okay. For their Night of a Million Lights display. And Give Kids the World Village is in Orlando or near Orlando. And it is like what we would uh, probably make a wish is probably more well known where they give wishes to children who are very, very ill and mm-hmm. for their parents. And Give Kids is very similar. And they have an entire village, which is like a subdivision. Oh, that's cool. It's gigantic houses. Awesome. And they bring families down for week-long vacations they take them to the parks they do all these things but it's a whole resort just for these families yeah and they do uh, their big fundraiser at the holiday season is to decorate all of these places with lights and you can walk around this gigantic neighborhood and look at all the lights and enjoy the sounds of the season and everything so if you're in the ho- if you're in Orlando I definitely recommend going and and also giving kids give kids a little money while you're there yeah, you know and that's seeing awesome what they do because I've known about them I volunteered in their main lobby a lot I'd Aww. never gone into the houses oh. and the you don't get to go in the houses but it's it's neighborhood after neighborhood after cul-de-sac after lake you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. houses. That's so cute. Yeah, it's really cool. And they supply these week-long vacations to families completely free of charge. That's really and cool. And we're talking food. They have Christmas every Thursday there. Yeah. So that everyone gets Christmas while they're That's there. Awesome. So it's it's a really beautiful place. So check that out if you're in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Next Next. This is a little more uh, global, but it's pretty French. So French. It's French. So Le Petit Robert, which is... Oh, um, that is French. It's very French, and it's a, it's a dictionary in France. Oh. It's having a dictionary fight with... What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With another dictionary, okay? What? Yeah, because Le Petit Robert chose to add... The word I E L I E L yell. It's pronounced like yell. It is a gender neutral pronoun. Okay. Now we've we're dealing with the evolution of our language here, right? Like the English right. language. Like we've you know were they them? Are we? What are we doing with our pronouns? How do we do this? Like all this kind of stuff. 
Well, French and a lot of other languages literally have masculine and feminine nouns. Yeah. And have masculine and feminine, like, you know, you studied Spanish, right? So, like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so for them, it's really hard for them to figure out how to ungender their language because mm-hmm. their very language is ungender, is gendered. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So they've added this new EL, which. What? Il, EL. That's the new word. E-L-L? I-E-L. I-E-L, E-L. I-E-L, yeah, because in French, he is il, I-L, feminine, e. or or she is L, E-L-L-E, so it's oh, kind of so a blend. I-E-L. Yeah, it's I-E-L. It's new. Cute. Well, France is, I oh. mean, they don't know what to do with this because- Well, I mean, that's a whole, that's like changing a whole, you know- It's huge. Life. It's huge, huge, right? But the language around the debate is- hurting some people can be pretty oh. offensive so um obviously this is hard but they're seeing this as, as an american import of wokeism, like okay. being woke oh right interesting right and so people especially on the government side have come out for instance like uh the first lady brigitte macron said Mm -hmm. there are two pronouns he and she our language is beautiful two pronouns are appropriate okay 30 seconds remaining (laughs) i'm gonna give you this little easter egg in the last 30 seconds yes please so uh, obviously lots of fights um, and Lillian Delhomme is 24 and is a gender non-conforming student and said this for me was very violent coming from the first lady, from a woman, from a French teacher, from someone whose relationship went against many Ten, societal norms. Nine, I said, what's that? Eight, it means that when the first lady seven, was 68 and six, her husband was 43 five, and he was a president, four, she she was his three, drama teacher. He was two, a teenager and she was one, married with three 